Glad to have you with Rafa. I'm Dr. West, and glad to have you taking advantage of our Bible Answer Man uh, segment within our website. There's also some live pre preaching uh, that we have brought up from our uh, history, and you can find those from our archives just on another part of the website. So some of you maybe have never heard Pentecostal preaching. So I would encourage you to go back and and listen to some of those and let God just move you. Those are, those preachings are anointed by the Holy Spirit. Also, uh, I would encourage you to think about, consider giving a gift to uh, Rafa. You can find a place to know date there. If these are being a blessing to you, these things we do for free, uh, but they really aren't free. I mean, somebody has to pay for these, but God's furnishing the furnishing the blessings. But if you would like to receive a special blessing, then please consider doing that so we can uh, expand this and just bless more people and you'll be receiving a part of that blessing. The question that we deal with comes, it says, abortion, Dr. West, give me your opinion. All right, this is going to be, this is going to be one of those types a Bible answer man that's going to step on some toes, I am sure, because in this country we have aborted almost 50 million babies in, in about the last so many years, 40 years. And America, United States, is not going to escape God when you do that kind of horrendous activity. All right, it's my opinion is aligned with the biblical limitations that God gives to us. That's my opinion. They asked me for my opinion, and I'm giving my opinion. My opinion is aligned, aligned with biblical limitations. Abortion will not and cannot ever be solved satisf satisfactorily by any governmental agency or any social group. It cannot and never will be solved by anybody trying to do that. So that's why it's a hot issue in Washington, because they don't have the ability to solve it. It's a spiritual situation. And in the secular society, I don't care how well the uh, medical association tries to sell it and other uh, institutions try to sell it as women's rights to do that. Well, God, God has a different opinion about that, and there, I'm, I'm going to be covering some of those areas. So abortion is a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual act. It, it's not just a, a social or a political endeavor. When anyone acts contrary to biblical laws, there are ramifications. And abortion is dealing in this area. So when you when you start involving a nation in arbitrary abortions, and it's wor it, it's been the law's always been the way God looks at it, and every of the major seven civilizations in the world, it's been a problem. And and more some than others. So when any Entity, I'll, I'll say it that way, entity, whether governmental or medical or individual acts contrary to God's law, there are ramifications. The one who is aborting, this would be the female who is aborting 
I call it a child. It's, it's not just an embryo. It's not just a fetus. It's a child. If, if it's left to mature, it's not going to turn into a, a, a table or a chair or another animal. It's going to turn into a baby. That's what it's going to be. And God helped the situations where people have late-term abortions, even when that child is living in full uh, term outside of the womb, and then doctors kill that child. I tell you what, the anger of God, and I'm feeling this out of my soul. I'm going to quote what God, the Holy Spirit, is saying. His anger rises up in his face. So the one aborting, they commit premeditated murder premeditated murder, the one who commits that, the one who performs that operation. They had an opinion to not become impregnated. This would be the, the female uh, com who committing this. They had the option not to get pregnant. People today treat intercourse as though it was just a, a casual thing. No, it's not impregnation takes place so many times out of that. Let, let me just say this. I, 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 I use this to young people. Share this with your young people. If you're young listening to this, the greatest blessing that you can take into your marriage ceremony is your virginity. That's for a woman and also for a man. So the one aborting the female commits premeditated murder. The one is choosing to terminate a life rather than take responsibility. They they could have they could have solved that. Then we'll cover a couple of things that will ease you on this. But they chose to do that. They chose unprotected sex. And they, they in, innately knew that the reason for sex is to have uh, a baby or to enjoy within the confines of a marriage, not as a social act. It's not allowed. So they chose to terminate a life. Many people choose it for economic reasons. Don't want the, the financial burden of rearing that child. It wasn't, say, it wasn't the, the, the time for us to have a child. And there was a major movie. There is a major movie star. I don't think he's too active anymore because he's made his multitudes of millions. And he was a he was basically a detective type and a, a major cowboy strongman type. Killed about twenty men in the movie. But uh, his excuse for living with his girlfriend, not married girlfriend, was it, it didn't suit their lifestyle. That person has blood on their hands, and that that woman who aborted his child because he felt that way, she has murder on her hands. They they chose to terminate a life because they were ob not obligated to support it, as I said. They didn't want to, the protection of that child until it could go out into the world. They didn't want the responsibility to educate that child until it was enough to function in a, in a terrible, uh, complex society. They didn't want to uh, socialize that child. And I, I, I don't want to even get off on the socialism because I see so many 
people, young people having children and their children just run wild and they're not socializing their children. But the, the one who aborted this did not want to even have trouble of, of socializing that child, of rearing it, the child until it was uh, aged of an age and equipped to go for and take care of itself. And then we get into the people who abort these babies. The people in the hospitals and the clinics, oh, they can set it as we're the most uh, humane and we're the most clean. Uh, we have the most cleanliness and, and sterile environment. That doesn't make a bit of difference. Not one bit of difference. Or unless it, even if it's done in the back room in some dirty area, there's, there's no difference in it. It's still murder. And that one performing that is committing premeditated murder. And anyone who assists any nurse that assists or, or any anesthesiologist who assists in that, you are culpable. You will share in the, in the judgment of committing premeditated murder. You will be an accomplice to that. The nurses and the ministers who assist that in any fashion, if they don't give God's uh, opinion on this, they will be complicit and they will be uh, guilty of, of accomplice to murder. And they re all of these people, this is important, all of these people, even if they get counseling pre and after, they will carry the guilt of that act of murdering a child until and only until God Almighty forgives them through their repentance. There is a way of escape, the punishment of God, and there is a way to get back in good graces with God. And that's through divine repentance and God forgiving that. But knowing people, I've been dealing with people many years and even if God has forgiven it, it's still very, very difficult for women to get over that and move on. And for doctors and nurses whose hearts are not callous and are corroded, they're going to carry the punishment of that for the rest of their life there again, unless God forgives that. It's always lurking in the back of their mind. Oh, it may be in, in the front office and they may be okay, but when they cut the light off at night and they're in their bed and it's just them in the darkness alone, it comes creeping back in the guilt of that. Now, let me say some something positive here. God does allow abortion in certain cases in only certain cases. If the mother's delivery is going to be very, very complicated and she has the possibility of dying in, not possibility, but probability of dying in the delivery process, that mother can choose to abort that child through self-protection. God will honor that. Or she can go ahead and, and take her chances, believing God, and have that child, and if she dies, then she'll die in the graces of God, unless she's uh, unless she's unsaved. But she she has that right. She is permitted to abort or not abort. 
and leave the consequences to God. So that's the woman's well-being. And that comes into play in a lot of the dialogue today. Incest. If incest, that heinous, ungodly, satanic, demonic activity from a depraved, I, I don't have the adjectives to describe an animal that would go into their girls, children, and perform sexual acts upon them and have that child perform sexual acts upon that man. He's, he's, not, he's not a father. He's an animal. He, he's a, a, the worst part of a, of a humanity that I could describe. So that woman, if she gets impregnated by one of these perverts, animals, she does not have to carry that seed. She can abort that, that atrocity, atrocity. She can abort that and be free from, from anything. God will, God will honor that. In the case of rape, which is, was just taking by force a, a, a woman, whether it's a young child and who, who can bear children, just barely, maybe 12, 13, 14 years of age, all the way up to, through the age of, uh, of childbearing, if a woman is raped and become raped and becomes impregnated, she can she can terminate that seed. She does not have to carry that. These are the only cases. A mother's health, she can choose to have it or not have it, and God will honor it. Incest, the woman, she could choose to have it, but if if, uh, if she aborts that incestuous child, and let let me say this, I've pastored in parts of the country where they, people married close to their family line. And that you, if you do that, most states won't let you marry closer than the second cousin. And there's a reason for that. And I've seen it in parts of the country. If you marry too close to your family line, your family's blood, it's going to produce deformed children. There's always there's a strong possibility of that happening. So those are the cases that God will honor. The mother's uh, complications, possibilities, incest, and rape. There's a command of God as I close this. Being fruitful is a choice. God said that to our parents, Adam and Eve, but the world is full. He said, be fruitful and fill up the earth. Well, the earth is full. We have just about as many people as the world can, can stand, even if we maintain a constant birth rate. And many countries and nations are, are people are choosing not to have children. So their, their, uh, their, their nation is going to be declining to the point won't be a nation anymore. So being fruitful is a choice. There are factors to it. How many children do you have? Do you feel that every time you have intercourse, that a husband and wife, that God will or maybe will not or will. It's up to God whether or not he impregnates, impregnates that egg. No, it's not. That, that's, a, that's an irrational decision. You, you know better than that. And to assume that, that if I do, it's God. If I don't, it's God. That, that's an illogical, irrational way to figure things. How many children? Let me just add an addendum right here. If you have more children than you can feed, clothe, health, and educate, 
until they can do that on their own, you have violated a principle of God and the responsibility of your role as a parent. When to conceive? That's, that's, that can be a factor. And there are people who marry and they tell one another, we're not going to have children. Then they shouldn't marry. If they, if they marry and find out they can't have children, that's a whole different uh, situation. But if you marry with the intent, because that's one of the primary reasons for marrying is to have children. If you can't, then after find out afterward, well, that's fine. God will, God will honor that. And there's ways adoption or just let God just give you strength. And then of course there are economics, people who choose not to have children because of the economics. So choosing to, to abort a child should be made before you ever get impregnated. Women, you have more resistance than men. Men are geared and wired differently than you are. And so it's up to you to halt the situation before it comes to that point. I know this is a, a, a dialogue engendering question and answer. I've given you what I believe God says about it and what my ministry and what I teach and preach about it. And I believe that there's ramifications if you don't and God's blessing if you do. So I like to say this. If you have a problem with this, I've given you the reason for and and, and against. Then if you have a problem, go to God's word and argue with him. And he'll give you the right answer. Delighted that you've been with us. Go to our website, Rotham World Ministries, and you'll find many other things there that I think will bless your life. Until next program that we see, in either in a seminar or preaching or teaching, I just pray that God will just richly bless you.